News and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. This is WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. We're always grateful. We got a great producer on the other side of the glass. That is Mr. Rob Center. And I'm Mark Lawrence here. We know Matt Catrillo's out clackety clacking, all right? We, we see his hard work popping up on the newsroom computer as well. In the studio with us now, we're glad to say that Brandon Mestak is here. He is the lead pastor at Christ Wesleyan Church. Uh, not brand new in the job. What about uh, seven or eight months or so you got uh, under your belt so far, Brandon? Yeah, that's right. Okay, super. Well, welcome on board. Thanks for coming in. First time you've been on WKOK Sunrise, so thank you uh, for that. Uh, tell me about the journey to lead pastor at uh, Christ Wesleyan. You've been at it about a decade or so. Tell us about that. Yeah, so this is my first place of employment after college. I graduated in 2007 from Indiana Wesleyan University and uh, came out here and I actually worked for a Christian school, Meadowbrook Christian School, as the athletic director and guidance counselor. A year after that, I took over as a youth pastor and did that for about 11 years. And then when we opened up our Sunbury campus in 2018, September, I took over as the campus pastor. I actually became the first campus pastor at Christ Wesleyan. And then Pastor Arley announced that he would be retiring in May of 2021. And in September, September of 2020 is when he announced that I would be the person to replace him, which it's a great pleasure. In August of this year, I will be there 15 years. Pressure to replace yeah, such right. a great pastor in the lead spot? Absolutely. You know, it's you know it's tough for me. You know, to compare myself with you know somebody like Pastor Arley, who's a legend, who took that church from 150 to you know now you know just a couple weeks ago we had over 2,000 for our weekend service. So, yeah, it's kind of like replacing a legend, but I try to just say, you know, he's 30 years up the road. I can't compare too much, but, you know, Pastor Arley's been my mentor for over a decade, so... It was, it was a very smooth transition. It's going great so far. Well, I think of about 50 people maybe who are full and part-timers at Christ Wesleyan, just this tremendous yeah. staff of pushing folks forward, something like that. Tell me about that as a workplace. Uh, well, you probably, you've never been in another workplace, post-college anyway, that wasn't like that. But some workplaces you go, they say, okay, well, we're going to do today what we did yesterday. We're going to do okay. I mean, we're doing fine here, but uh, we are not pushing forward social media Instagramming, uh, tweeting, and Facebooking, and trying to push, push, push. I mean, this is, you are climbing a mountain every single day over there. Yeah, we are very blessed to have an incredible staff that understands the vision and the purpose of sharing the light of Jesus Christ with our world. And I think that's why we get up and we all have our different roles and responsibilities and ministries that, you know, we all think we have the most important ministry, but all together, <laughs> that's a good thing because we all have one goal is we want to run our ministry and lead our volunteers and the people that we serve to just a better relationship relationship with Jesus Christ and we have 
very good retention as a staff. Uh, most of our pastors have been there at least a decade, which is actually really incredible since the lifespan of a pastor is about two years. And so it, it is a little bit you know, of a challenge going from you know, my coworkers to their boss. Mm. It's a little strange. You got to be honest. You have employees who are uh, older than you. I do. (laughs) Yeah. Pastors who are older. You're what? 30 something. I would assume 38, 38. Okay. And you mentioned that vision at the very start here that, you know, that, that attracted you to, to stay there and to work there and it it attracts everyone else. What is that vision? Explain this. Uh, Unfortunately, I only interviewed pastor Arlie once or twice. And that's my mm-hmm. foolish mistake. I should have done that more. <laughs> but uh, he, he just thought big, you know, it's, it's hard to describe. Yeah, he, Pastor Arley had an incredible vision that he just wanted to reach this valley and beyond. There's a huge emphasis on missions, on outreach. Actually, I think we're one of the, you know, probably other churches do this, but we give 10% of what is tithed into us. We give 10% away to missions right off the bat. So we do that. We support many missionaries. We support many local organizations as well. And I think I think that's the difference. And, and Pastor Arley had a great way of presenting that vision of telling us the why behind the what because the why is the most important thing to inspire motivation to go forward to to get the support that we would need to do things we've never done before to reach people we've never reached before and i think we really understand that vision and the why behind it is we just we believe that jesus christ is the answer we believe that when you have a relationship with jesus christ you're living your your best life your freest life and so we just want to think of multiple ways to reach as many people as we can. Well, now Brandon Mestak is the lead pastor at this uh-huh. dynamic organization. Still weird to hear. <laughs> so uh, what, what's on your agenda? What do you want to uh, upgrade or change? Or, what, you know, how have you adapted your vision? They wouldn't have let you in there if you didn't even think bigger. You know. Yeah, and, and it's great to be under somebody with the vision of Pastor Arley. And I don't think my vision has changed too much. I still want the focus to be on missions and outreach, maybe get a little bit more involved locally with some of the outreach programs that we can do. Uh, one of those things was to start a recovery church. We started the recovery church at our Sunbury campus. And obviously you, you mentioned that you yeah, Pastor Billy's talked to Pastor just Billy. A just dynamic. a dynamic, yeah. Crazy. That's my. That's the word I would use. He's a dynamic leader. He's, <laughs> crazy comes to mind, but that's all yeah, right. Yeah, it's all good. He, he there's a little bit of crazy in there, but he's been through the journey, and so when he gets up and speaks, he knows what he's talking about. And on average, we've been averaging eighty, ninety to hundred people every Friday night at our Sunbury campus and uh, you know that campus is a a little tiny campus and so uh, we're looking at ways of expanding but also partnering with the city of Sunbury to let them in on what we're doing and we just we want to affect you know Sunbury you know we believe that there's a spiritual battle going on and we want to be a a presence with them and so I just want to continue the vision of Pastor Arley maybe that would look differently with different methods that we have but I'm excited for the team that we have and the vision to reach out and 
where, where can we go different places in Guatemala? We have a huge presence in Guatemala, but where can we go up in the villages that aren't reached? But also here at home as well, you know, there's huge actually unreached populations here in our own state. And so finding those places and doing things that we can do to, to help reach them. Well, who might be marginalized or left out locally to who, to whom you reach out? Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I think we could do a better job of of going into you know even the attic community you know the this ministry of recovery church is is something new i think it's been tried in the area but maybe just haven't hasn't had the right leadership there to really be strong and you know we believe that when we're doing something for Christ, Satan doesn't like it, and he's going to try to put all the stops in. He's going to try to cause division. And with the Recovery Church, I think it's such a it's a great vision to maybe those who might not feel comfortable stepping foot in the church because sometimes the church has this stigma of I'm going to be judged. I can't go in there with all these, you know, perfect people. But that's what I love about Christ Wesleyan is when people step into our church, any of our churches, they say there's something different going on here. And that's because I believe we've all been through a journey. We've all been through struggles in our own life. And we don't pretend like we're better than anybody else, which I think positions us to go out into those more marginalized communities and you know you think of the the fight between the lgbtq and the church nowadays is kind of a a hot button but we believe that anything that we do is inclusive to anybody who wants to come in and they should feel the love of jesus christ in the programs that we have well the wesleyan church is pretty welcoming from headquarters all the way down to you guys so i don't think that's the vision leaks from the top Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the welcoming uh, welcome mat is out all the time. Uh, You have an unusual Lenten challenge that's underway, involves screen time. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we try to do two prayer and fasting events, one in the fall and then one here in the spring, one leading up to Christmas and one leading up to Easter. And we typically just say we want to pray for our lost loved ones and we get names which we're doing that this time too but i wanted to put a little bit of a a spin on it maybe a, a unified 40 days of prayer and fasting so I challenge our church to turn off the TV, turn off the phone, the get off social media, and just pray for 30 minutes a day, uh, just giving thanks of what God has done, because I think sometimes the struggles and the difficulties and you're seeing around the world, there's a lot of things to be seemingly worried about, but there's also many things that we need to be thankful to as well, so we can shift our focus to Thanksgiving, and then just the impact of CWC and the things that we've talked about, the vision, but also the fight against spiritual warfare, just to get people to realize our battle isn't against flesh and blood, but it's against the evil principalities like the Apostle Paul tells us. And so we're seeing a lot of those struggles here, even in our own backyard. So just to pray about a unified vision here as we as we set to go into the future and i challenge them you know if a thousand of you do this we'll have twenty thousand hours of prayer in the next 40 days but at the same time you've chosen screen time you know usually folks if they if they if sacrifice is part of of their lenten discipline they give up something that we know is sinful is wrong is fattening is uh, <laughs> uh, you know your you know some personal flaw so in what way is screen time 
fattening, wasteful, evil, sinful, or any of those? Yeah, I think I think it could be all of those things. Obviously, you know, technology can be used in great ways, but sometimes I think what we what we feed ourselves and our our eyes are the window, you know, to our heart, and so the things that we allow ourselves to see and and hear. And I believe it's important to be in the know in what's going on in the world. But I think sometimes we can be so inundated with other people's opinions and the crisis going on and maybe some of the agendas that that many people try to push us that we forget oh yeah we have scripture we can read about a god and we can pray to a god who already knows how this ends he's in he's in the future so we can't get caught up in all maybe the bad news that we might hear and the social social media obviously a lot of times we get in the comparison theory where we compare each other's you know other people's the highlight reel to our actual reality and that can actually cause damage uh, in us and cause severe depression you know we're the most connected generation in time in history but we're also the most lonely the most anxious the most medicated and so we just need to shut that off and remember who we serve who created us who is the author of peace and that's why i chose to say all right let's just turn it off for a half hour and let's get focused well, we'll end it there because there's a lot more to say about every sentence you just said, so we'll have to do that on the next time. But we'll have you back. Make Please yourself do. a regular visitor. Call in, do segments, too. Send somebody if you need to. I just think this has got to be brought up and talked about, and uh, it's it's helping our community, so we're going to give you the microphone to do it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brandon Mestak. Thank you for it's coming been in. a pleasure, Mark. Brandon Mestak is the lead pastor at Christ Wesleyan Church in Milton.